Welcome to the latest edition of our new stadium podcast. Well, things are really starting to move down at Bramley Moor Dock. Things are really progressing nicely and it's fascinating to observe the changes in the landscape. The actual dock infill has now been completed. Some 480,000 cubic metres of fluidised sand has been pumped into the dock to displace the water. And very soon, the process of laying stone on top of it will begin. The compaction of the sand to make it sturdy enough is well underway. And the actual construction work has also started. On my latest visit to Bramley Moor Dock, I caught up with senior project manager Ben Townsley and I suggested to him that maybe now that the dock has been filled in, the most complicated part of the process is over and done with. Hmm, not so. Ben, I've just suggested that now that the dock is filled in and the sand compaction is underway, that's the complicated stuff over and done with. You're going to tell me different. <laughs> I couldn't disagree more. Uh, certainly a, uh, a large bit of complicated work doing the marine engineering and filling the dock um, but there's a huge stadium to build around us and, uh, and there's a lot more still to come. We can see the concrete structure behind you there, what is that? So what you're looking at behind me here is the first elements of superstructure uh, for the stadium which have started coming out of the ground. So this is the northwest core entrance to the, uh, to the stadium. So. What you've got here on the west side is uh, the turnstiles to walk in and the stairs to get up to the concourses to get out into the terraces and, and get to your seats. Uh, so this is really the first superstructure elements that we've, that we've begun to build. And uh, will you be building sort of that way as we go on? So the north stand, uh, which is along the north wharf here, is a steel frame. So in the corners we'll, we'll build the cars, we'll build the structures of the cars. Uh, and then a steel frame will start being built around us. Uh, and that'll tie in from the west side here, working east. Uh, and then on the west stand, which is on this side of the car, is a concrete frame, uh, and that'll start working from both ends, working towards the middle. How do you know when the ground is ready, strong enough, flat enough to be, to be actually constructed on? So, in the ground at the minute, we're progressing building uh, pile caps, drainage, uh, services, and things like that, so we can start building the structure. Uh, and we're progressively working from the east end uh, up to this core. So we're casting pile caps, roughly 1.4 metre deep pile caps or 1.8 metre deep pile caps um, with drainage around them and services and things like that. And it, as we cast the concrete into those pile caps, we'll then backfill stone up around them and create a platform for the steel frame to be, uh, to be erected around that. You've got plenty of experience in the construction industry, Ben. How exciting a project is this for you? Oh, it's incredible. It's probably the most exciting project I've ever worked on. Uh, and I've worked on some you know, incredible buildings around Liverpool. Um, but the added complication of marine engineering with such a large structure and such a high-profile job, uh, it's fantastic. Just go back to the, the concrete structure behind you. What, what's next for that actual piece of land there? So the methodology that we're using um, to overcome some of the challenges in, in the industry and to try and, uh, to try and develop our methods of working, um, we're using uh, uh, what we call DFMA, or Modern Methods of Construction. Um, and what that essentially means is we're, we're manufacturing all of these products away from site, bringing them here and assembling them. Uh, and that takes a huge amount of manual interface away from the, uh, from the construction site. Uh, and a lot of risk, uh, and it's, it's a much more sustainable way of working. So uh, the car itself will continue assembling. We've got another three floors to build on top of this, um, and that will be assembled up to, up to the top, uh, and then we'll, we'll continue on with the steel frame from there. It's difficult for us to imagine standing here to envisage what the final completed stand will look like. I suppose you can picture it perfectly, can you? 
Well, we've, we work in a, a, a BIM world, which uh, in construction terms means a, a 3D environment. Uh, so we work in 3D models. We have, uh, we have models of the stadium, which we can walk inside and, uh, and integrate, interface with, and, and we can see exactly what the stadium is going to look like in its, in its final, final form. So I've stood inside the stadium in a virtual environment. I've seen it from all angles, and I've lived this for two years now. So I've seen every, every part of this stadium. Uh, so I know exactly what it'll feel like when it when it's completed. It's just exciting to get there. We're on fairly firm footing here, Ben. Is this part of the is this part of the dock the impaction finished? Uh, so this end of the of the dock infill is now almost complete. There are some final elements of testing going on just to ensure that the compaction's uh, sufficient. Um, there's a, a platform to build on top of this to, to be able to build some of the structure above it, but for, for the sand infill, this element's complete. And you just said then off camera, when we come next week, some of this sand won't be visible. What's happening there? So we're going to install a, a platform to allow the piling rig to then enter the sand area and start building foundations. Uh, so we'll start bringing stone in and, and putting that on top of the stand from next week. Is the platform stone slabs? Uh, no, no, it's just aggregate, so so uh, loose aggregate stone that you can uh, you can auger through with the piling rig, and that will enable you to start to, to to concrete on top of that. So allow us to start piled foundations. So you might have seen before the uh, the drill, the huge drill that drills foundations into the ground. That allows that rig to enter the sand and start installing some of those foundations. Once that's done, then we can then start excavating. Uh, and installing some of the drainage and the pile caps as we are doing on this wharf just here. Just to our left or to my left, there's a huge sand dune. Is that excess sand? Is that going to go back into the Irish Sea? Some, <laughs> it's not going to go back into the Irish Sea. Some of it is still required for use. Uh, so the, uh, the nature of the uh, dock infill uh, means that there's some settlement that contin uh, continually occurs with the sand. And we require some sand to be spread across the top uh, as the dock starts to settle so that we can ensure that we're building the foundations all from the correct level. As you say, Ben, you've had plenty of experience, you've worked on plenty of buildings in and around the Merseyside area. Is this the most complicated project? I would suggest so. Um, it's certainly the most complicated I've ever worked on. Um, just taking this, this one particular car looks very simple, uh, but using the modern methods of construction that we have been doing, uh, what you don't see is the huge amount of interface um, that needs to go on in the background that people can't see. So we've got a, an enormous team of uh, consultants and suppliers who have been working tirelessly, uh, ensuring that the design and the construction of this car is, is sufficient. And this is the end product that you see. So uh, six, 12 months worth of work has gone into this, just this one car. Um, and whereas normally you might walk up a, uh, some stairs in a, in a car park or a hospital and, and think, you know, that's just a normal stair car to facilitate such a, an enormous amount of people entering and exiting a stadium. Um, the construction of the cars is, is incredible. Are we on schedule? We are. That was Ben Townsley, the senior project manager on site down at Bramley Moor. Now, the stadium development and project manager for Everton Football Club is Alex Craig. She's been a part of the whole development from the word go, and she's just as excited as everybody else by the changes we're starting to see. Alex, just tell us a little bit about your, your role with the whole Bramley Moor Dog project. Yeah, sure. So um, generally, um, project management um, is the, the role that I'm playing on the project. So 
Uh, started off with looking after the planning applications for Bramley for Goodison Legacy um, and also all of the land matters, so securing the land and any surrounding land as well that we've been involved with, with Peel. And then general liaison with club representatives across different areas of the design to make sure that we're getting that right from the outset, um, all the way from kind of stadium operations and security to public realm and how we interface with our neighbours as well. You and I were down at Bramley Moor Dock earlier this week. We're getting a real feel for the sheer scale, the enormity of the project now that the, the dock has been filled in. So what, what's the next What's the next sort of set of challenges for you personally? Um, well, I guess generally for, for all of us is maintaining the momentum that we've built so far. Obviously, we've had a great start on site and all kind of playing our part to make sure that we can maintain that. Um, and then for specific areas that I'm looking after, making sure that we're providing information that Bangor Rock require, um, perhaps in terms of design decisions or um, historical information, that they need to be able to continue that construction um, at pace. Um, as well, making sure that we're complying with all of the planning agreements and conditions that we have in place, any licenses and consents and any land agreements as well. Um, and then importantly, internally, making sure that we're preparing for operations so that we've got all of our ducks in a row ready for the, the test events on day one. The exciting part, I suppose, is about to commence now, isn't it? The, the next phase for Bramley Moor Dock is the actual construction. Yes, yeah, so um, we've almost finished the compaction. So the dock is infilled. Um, there's a couple of weeks left on making sure that all that sand is uh, bedded into the appropriate requirements. Um, and as we saw just before Christmas, the first um, concrete um, section, superstructure section went in. Um, so whilst that, that one went in before Christmas on the, for the north stand, we will commence around to the south stand once that area becomes available. Um, lines are working in, working in a pattern of when the land is available for use after all the piling has been finished in those areas. They'll follow around with installing the superstructure, which is where we start to see the stadium shape coming above ground, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, and then that will be followed by the steel work later in the year. A word I've heard mentioned a lot down at Bramley Moor Dock is sustainability. And every time I make inquiries, somebody says, ask Alex. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've had a really good opportunity uh, with Bramley Moor Dock in that we're obviously building this from scratch so we can incorporate um, sustainability and environmentally friendly initiatives from day one and incorporate that into the infrastructure of the stadium. Um, also, where the stadium's located as well uh, makes it a lot more accessible for people, um, both staff and for fans on um, match day and non-match day in terms of public transport links, which is really good from a sustainability angle. Um, we're obviously reutilising a lot of the heritage assets that we've got on site, which is great, so things aren't going to waste. Um, that's all being incorporated in our design. Um, and then Lango Rourke as well, massively doing their bit in the construction phase. So a lot of the materials that are on site at the moment, in fact, everything so far has been reutilised or any bits that couldn't be have been recycled. Um, the infill process itself was the most environmentally friendly way of doing that by bringing that sand load in uh, via boat rather than via trucks on the road. Um, and some of the, the manufacturing methodologies that they use um, mean that things are built in factory facilities off site where we can ensure that quality is maintained. People are doing it in a safe environment and completely cuts out wastage because 
materials and things are all um, able to be quality checked in the factory. Um, and then we're not having multiple loads of raw materials being transported to site, which is great. We just get the finished product to arrive there and be installed. Um, operationally as well, we've incorporated um, the likes of PV panels, electric vehicle charging points. Um, all of the, the lighting will be LED and on a, a system whereby they only come on when there's motion in the room. So, um, yeah, we've got the ability to install all of that from the outset, which is great. You touched on the, the environmental issues there. Brownlee Moor Dock was a working dock, which was attached to the River Mersey, which is attached to the Irish Sea. So inevitably, there must have been quite a lot of environmental issues to take into account. Yeah, definitely. And it's been a kind of key aspect of the project since day one. It was part of the 11 key principles from the survey work that we did with our fans around harnessing our environment. So we've worked with a consultancy firm throughout the whole project who are experts in this field all the way through the planning process, making sure we were doing out the, you know, the appropriate surveys and engagement with environmental stakeholders, um, making sure that we had all of the required licenses from an environmental perspective. Um, and then through our design as well, the bits I just mentioned, being able to incorporate those into our design with the architects from the early stages. Um, and as I said, Lango wrote through the construction phase, that construction management plan we always had said had to have a strong focus on sustainability and, um, you know, they as a company are all over that anyway. So, um, yeah, it's definitely been at the forefront of our minds throughout the whole project. I've had the, I've had the pleasure of speaking to some of the engineers, some of the, the site project managers down at Bramley Moor Dock, and I'm, and I'm just blown away by just how scientific it all is, the way it's all being pieced together. It, it's but when you think about it, it's got to be to the millimetre. There's no margin for error, is there? But the, the, the scientific angle is fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's a really, really complex project and there's a lot of moving parts all the time. And um, so people ha do have to be all over that detail. And, um, you know, it'll be our new home for 100, 150 plus years to come. So we need to make <laughs> sure that, it, like you say, and everything is done to the millimetre and every tiny little bit of detail in our programme is spot on. Um, which is what we've seen so far from the work from lines and, and during construction um, to make sure that it meets all the necessary you know, health and safety requirements and other guidance and things. You're very much involved with the whole project. You'll be down at Bramley Moor Dock quite a lot, but you share the excitement of the supporters, don't you, at the, at the changes in the landscape? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been really exciting. And um, despite working on it for a while now and kind of talking about the dock being infilled, even seeing it now while it's actually done, it's quite surreal. Um, to kind of, yeah, to you can, I can definitely still picture it being there, but it's just really strange to see it now that it's all infilled and it just makes the scale of the site seem absolutely massive, which is um, an exciting thought to imagine it filled on a match day when, when everyone's turning up for kickoff, it'll be great. It's still difficult to envisage, isn't it? The, the, the lads yeah. from Lango Rove have been so helpful, so accommodating. Have they been? Have they been good to work with? Yeah, they've been. They've been excellent to work with. They've been involved since the kind of late stages of the planning process, um, and they really helped to inform and assist us with some valuable um, kind of tweaks and changes that we made to get the best design possible. Um, you know, they're a really positive team. Like you say, really accommodating, so highly experienced and skilled, and. Um, really professional as well, so they've been a pleasure to work with 
It's so important, isn't it, to keep the, the supporters informed of everything that's going on at, at Bramley Moor Dot because understandably, quite rightly so, if, if there's a new brick laid, if there's a new pipe laid, they want to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, it's great for us to be able to share that with them, um, with our supporters as well as we're making the progress because you know it's exciting times and they, we want them to be able to share in that with us. Um, and after all, it's going to be their home too for generations to come. So definitely, they need to see what's going on. It's all good stuff, Alex. Uh, but are we on schedule? We are so far. Yes. <laughs> um, the weather's been good to us so far, as you know. We've had we've had pretty mild winter, so we've not been kind of rained off or snowed off or anything like that to date. Um, and hopefully that continues and, and we'll meet our optimum programme and we'll be in there as soon as we can. The weather wasn't kind when I was on that boat, but I do know what you mean. <laughs> Alex, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Alex Craig, Everton's Stadium Development and Project Manager. Well, before Christmas, I had the pleasure of escorting some former Everton players around the Bramley Moor site. It's fair to say they were delighted with what they saw. First off, I spoke to Leon Osman, a veteran of 433 appearances for Everton Football Club. How difficult is it to imagine, Leon? We're standing here now, it's a building site, and one day it'll be a fantastic state-of-the-art football stadium. Yeah, it takes a lot to envisage how it's going to look considering where we are right now. But, you know, what a spectacular piece of land and, um, you know, the view back across the city, the view across the water. It, it's a, it's an amazing plot. We're working hard at it right now and um, trying to put everything in place for, for what we're going to see in the future. And you've been making a few comments as you walk around, things that you'd like to see, things that we should do, fans getting in, fans getting out. It, it, it's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I want to see goals. Can we can we put them in the foundations? <laughs> no, it's um, it, it's brilliant. You know the the heritage sites, some of the old buildings that will stay, some things that um, you know will will be put into place to make the stadium special. So it's a fantastic project. Um, even at this stage, it's it's very exciting to be on on site and see how it's all coming together. So much going on, isn't it? It's unbelievably big. Yeah, um, I'm just getting details of, of how they're just getting the base and the foundations in, in place at the moment is um, intricate and, and, and difficult to imagine itself. And, and to see the steps that come after it and plotting for where steps may be and stairwells and, and all the detail that, that goes into place to make this stadium what it's, it's going to be is uh, incredibly difficult. And just being pragmatic in a football sense if you're 15, 16, 17 years of age at Everton at the moment what bigger incentive to knuckle down and get yourself a sufficient length of contract to be able to play at Bramley Moor Dock <laughs> yeah well it's um, it's going to be a stadium that everyone will want to, to come and play football in um, yes the, the young players have got uh, the careers ahead of them and will want to achieve playing at, at, at the new stadium but you know those around the Premier League those around uh, football at the moment will be looking at this project, seeing it come together and, and wanting to play in this fantastic stadium. you want to put your boots on and have a go at some point, won't you? I've got some great boots on right now, big brown steel-toed caps, right exactly where I, where I need to be. I think I'm wearing the gear better than the most of the, the guys I'm on this. Nods has never worn gear well. The diamond's still not figured out how to do the strap on the back of his helmet, so I think I'm pulling it off all right. <laughs> Well, Graeme Sharp was also at Bramley Moor Dock and as he was the only one of the group who'd been there before, it was particularly fascinating for him to see the changes that have taken place over the last few months. Sharpie, for someone who's been here before to the Bramley Moor Dock site, how fascinating is it to see that the changes in the landscape? 
really interesting, Darren, as I said, the last time we came down, you know, there was the buildings either side of the dock and you couldn't really imagine what it was going to be like. But now the, the buildings have been removed and the, uh, the building works cracking on. It's, it's an incredible sight. And I think now you just actually see the expanse of the whole site. We walk from one corner to the other and it's, it's a fair old walk, you know. <laughs> You'd be tired in the match day, but no... It's incredible at the speed that's going on. Uh, and listen, every time we come down, we can see different changes. Yeah, we look at the, the, the water tower there as well and the construction that's going on in that. So it's a fabulous site, very busy site, I have to say. So we're really grateful that we can get the opportunity to come down and see it. Some of the work that's going on, even though it's been explained to us, it, it still beggars belief, doesn't it? It does. For me, it's actually, you know, making that, that dock in, uh, behind us you know, getting all the water out of that, but the process that they have to go through, bringing in sand and pumping out the water, it's incredible. And the next thing I think I'll be looking forward to, Dan, is actually seeing the dock dry, and then we can move on again, and obviously they'll, they'll settle it down, but you look at the work that's going on here at this moment in time, I just can't believe the actual size of the of the, the area that we're working in, obviously working out towards the Mersey as well, uh, and the plans that are in place to, to make it one of the best stadiums in, in the country, so it's an incredible pot. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? 55,000 people here, midweek game, floodlights on at the moment. It's a building site and a, and a wet dock. It's a building site, but you know what, what a thing to look forward to. You know, I think everybody uh, is excited uh, by the project. We've been here before, not to this extent, but now we can see it taking shape. And every day for everybody that works here is, is an experience for them. But, you know, for Everton supporters, it's something they can look forward to. Hopefully, uh, we can get down here and you know, and, and improve things on the field and, uh, you know, move forward as a football club. That's the most important thing. This is a major step in the, the football club moving forward. We know for many years that we needed another stadium and it'd be sad to leave Goodison, we know that. But listen, I think every Everton will be looking forward to moving into Brandon Moore Dock. What an incentive if you're a young player, either in the first team frame or coming up through the academy, to be told, listen, Work as hard as you can, give it everything you've got. You can play at Bramley Moor Dot one day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and as, as, as it goes on and people see it developing more and more, but as young players, you know, what, 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 it's something you, you look forward to. Obviously, you want to go and play in Everton's first team, and a lot of kids will probably say we just want to play in the first team. But when you've got uh, facilities like we've got at Finch Farm, and this is going to replicate this down here as well. So it's something that all players, not just if I'm a, a senior player at Everton Football Club as well, I'm thinking to myself, I need to put performances in here if I want to be on the first game here at Bramley Moor Dock. So it's a big incentive for everybody. Yes, young players can understand, but I think if I'm in the older age group as well, it's something I'd be hanging on for as well, wanting to be part of the team that makes the first appearance here. The irrepressible John Bailey was born and bred in Liverpool and our 1984 FA Cup winner appreciates probably more than most just what a wonderful location the club has found for our new home. It's only when you come down here, John, isn't it, you realise what a massive project this is. Oh, unbelievable. I'm looking around. I mean, it's probably in months and years to come, the workforce is going to be even larger as it progresses. It's unbelievable. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? I can, yeah. I've you know, seen lots of photographs. I've been following it in the Echo and, you know, what, how long they're going to do and do this and dredging and all that. And... Uh, yeah, I've got pictures in my mind. So it looks like it's going to be fabulous. So. It's a fabulous part of the city, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's not it's not difficult to imagine the old days when all the ships used to come down this part of the river. I just said that to Sharp. He said, oh, they've had some boats coming in here, ships from all over the world, you know, cargoes and all that. And 
to have Everton's crowds amongst all this and yeah, you know, you look into the background, you can see Everton there in the background. So it's a fantastic place. You couldn't get a better location, could you? No, well this is it, you know. This is Everton now. So uh, the work that's going on is unbelievable. And the things you, you keep looking around to see what's happening there and you know. It's unbelievable. We're getting the show around here and the guys are explaining what's going on, but it's still difficult to comprehend, isn't it? It is. I mean, you know, but, well, we're not engineers, are we? You know, we're, we're into sports. But uh, it's fabulous when you think about it. And, you know, but he had done something like this 1,500 years ago to build a stadium. The technology is unbelievable. It's just uh, it's amazing looking at it. The Evertonians are going to be so proud of this, aren't they? They'll be very proud of it. I'm sure, you know, the youngsters have got something to look forward to. Well, certainly stimulated by his first ever visit to Bramley Moor Dock was Graeme Stewart. It's fascinating, Graeme, isn't it? Simple as that. Yeah, very much so. I mean, it's an amazing experience, to be honest with you. I wasn't quite sure what I was going to come and see today, but we're a fair bit further on than I ever thought we would be at this period in time. So, uh, you know, it's really, you can, I'm feeling excited already. Can you imagine what it's going to be like, or is that... Is that too difficult to envisage? I, I, no, I think that's the, that's the thing. You can kind of envisage how, how the layout of the stadium is going to be and, you know, the north and the south tiers and what have you. It's, it's going to be incredible. That's the one thing I would say. It's going to be absolutely amazing um, for the whole of the city, not just for us as a football club, but for the whole of the city. It's, it's an unbelievable pro uh, project that's going ahead in and I'm really, really looking forward to the next few years seeing it develop. One of the guys that works here says, everybody that comes down looks around and says, are you sure it's going to be big enough? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's going to be big enough. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we were just talking about it. I mean, when you come down, you would imagine that it, you'd put the pitch east to west rather than north to south, but it is going to be north to south. And then we were talking about, is it wide enough for a pitch and all that sort of <laughs> stuff? But it is. Everything's under control. So it's uh, it's a lot further on than I thought it was going to be. And it's been very, very interesting to listen to how it's all come about. Couldn't get a better location, could you? It's the best location in, in the city, isn't it? It's what everybody would want. And we've got it. Something for Evertonians to be really proud of, isn't it? Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, as a football club, we should be very, very proud of, of getting this this piece of land. Uh, there's been a huge amount of work gone into it, a huge amount of planning that's had to be done. You know, all th sorts of things that I've, I hadn't even imagined and I've heard about today. Um, but when it's all finished, it's something that Evertonians are going to really be incredibly proud of. It's basically a technical miracle, isn't it? And as the guys who are showing us around are explaining the the intricacies of it all you've got seven ex-footballers nodding their heads sagely but we don't really know what's going on yeah. well you speak for yourself Dad, so I've got no I mean I mean I, I've never been involved in this kind of you know scenario I've all I've ever done is come, uh, kick a lump of leather around and I didn't do that too well at times so you know I've, I've got to say this is eyes open time and it really is quite an incredible thing to see and to be part of and I'm uh, very very honoured to be here today Ronnie Goodless is another of the group born and raised in Liverpool. He's a lifelong Evertonian and he's understandably excited by the concept of a brand new state-of-the-art stadium for his beloved Blues. Ronnie, it's a scarcely believable project, isn't it? Well, it's great to be invited, Darren. I've been looking forward to it, to be honest, mate. And I can't believe, you know, Garrett's gone round a project manager explaining everything. You know, what a project. It's unbelievable. And I think, you know, the more you know about it, and obviously, we wanted to come around. You know, Goodison is the old lady. You know, this is the new lady. 
and it's going to be incredible and I just think you know what goes into it you know I think if you see it on Twitter or any social media or when you're, you're putting it out on the website you, you know you can't believe how big it is and, and what goes into it and as I say Gareth's been great today he's explained everything and I know a lot more than I did and it's when I say uh, you know what, what a fantastic thing it's going to be it certainly is but uh, you know it's it's on time as well, which is fantastic. And some of the things Gareth was saying as, as well about some of the things which I didn't know, as I said before, over, um, you, you know, nothing goes off site. They keep it on site. I'm, I'm delighted anyway. I'm, I'm smiling. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? We're looking at it now. It's basically a dock surrounded by a building site. Can you imagine what it's going to be like as a brand new state-of-the-art football stadium? It's going to be unbelievable. As I say, where it's situated, but you know, going through, there's going to be 14,000 in the home end and then the away end, and they've got a feature where you can look through into the city, you can have a pint um, you know, at the back and you can look through. It's just everything is plus for me. And uh, you know, we've seen, you know, obviously the architecture and everything about the place but when you're here and you're seeing people working and, and, and it's all getting put into place you just realise you, you know please in three years time let's let's all be here if we can be and uh, as I say what a day that's going to be you know incredible Well finally I caught up with Michael Ball another one who came through the ranks to play for the first team and he's another one like me and many others I'm sure who's struggling to envisage just what the final stadium will look like When you actually come down here Bawley it's an unbelievable project isn't it? Yeah, you know, being excited to come down and see you know, where we're up to, and you know, since we've seen the designs on on paper and coming down to the dock, you just see how big it is, how massive the, the structure is, and you know, listening to the guys explaining what's happening right now, it's sort of mind blowing. It's hard to picture what it's going to be like, but it's, it's very, very exciting. We've been asking everybody that. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? This will be the side of the pitch. That there'll be a goal mouth where that boat is. I still can't, no, no, but it, you just want to be up, don't you? You want to be here, you want to be thinking of match day coming in on the Saturday and the fans all outside on the on the public spaces that, that were being shown, you know, before you're walking in. It's going to be a tremendous sight and you're just going to think of the atmosphere that's going to be uh, in this ground, will be fantastic and the guys explaining what's going on now with the water still coming out and hopefully that'll be done by Christmas and... Um, you just look around the place and there's so much going on and it's, just, it's hard to get your head, your head around it all. When you can see the city, you can see the liver building, you can see the iconic buildings, you can see the river, you can see the Whittle, rock out into the estuary of the Irish Sea. It's some location, isn't it? Now, as he said before, it's not just a football stadium. It's about the city as well. You know, yeah, we want a, a fantastic stadium, a fantastic team, but it's all about, you know, getting this area up to a high standard and that's what they got their eye on and it, you know, the, the location it's at now is going to be fantastic for this part of the city For someone born and bred in Liverpool it'll be something to be really proud of won't it? It will be and it's, you know you look around the areas you look at Goodison and the, the history that we've had is going to be a sad, play, sad time when we leave that place you know that's close to my heart but we know we've got to look forward and for this part of the area it, it needs generating and it, it looks like it's going to be a very very high standard and a great place to be you get the opportunity you're going to stick a pair of boots on and have a little go when the stadium opens you invite me down at half time I'll be in there <laughs> now on my recent visit to Bramley Moor Dock I had the pleasure of sitting in the stand now it's only a mock up and there are only six seats in it but still it was really nice to do next to the little stand were two brick walls and again it was down to Ben Townsley the senior project manager to tell us all about it Ben, we've got a small temporary stand and two brick walls. Let's start with the brick walls. What's the thought process behind them? Uh, so what you're looking at here is a, a mock-up of the facade, uh, which is the outer skin of the, of the stadium. Um, the brickwork uh, is part of the architectural pattern. 
Uh, and we've done uh, four mock-ups. What you're looking at there is actually four different panels. Uh, and we've used that to agree the pattern that will get cast into the uh, precast panels uh, with the brickwork in the final face of the stadium. That's actually a very, very important component of it all, isn't it? It's incredibly important. It's probably the piece that you will see the most mm. uh, from the outside of the stadium. Uh, and there's a, uh, the architect has uh, used the, the truss pattern from uh, Goodison Park uh, called the, Arch uh, the Leach Truss, uh, designed by Archibald Leach, uh, to imprint a, a pattern on the external face of the building. And what about the little six-seater stand behind you? So what you're looking at here, um, the inner skin of the stadium is what we term the ball. Uh, and this is a, a small replica or mock-up of, of that ball. ball. So uh, you're looking at examples of seating, terraces, stairs that you will use to get up and, and view, the, view the football. So the company that sent those six seats will be asked to provide another 55,000 of them at that, some point. That's the idea. But finally, BBC Northwest sports reporter and presenter Richard Ascom joined me at Bramley Moor Dock for an early glimpse of what supporters can expect from their brand new main stand. Richard, it's great to be the first two people to sit in the stand here at Bramley Moor Dock, but can yeah. you imagine what it's going to look like when it's finished? Do you know what? The, what a significant moment this is as well, isn't it, for, for Everton? We just had a wander around, haven't we? Um, and been shown by one of the people leading the, uh, the development just what's going to happen. And just looking at it there, I mean, it was water not long ago, wasn't it? Mm. I can't quite believe that it looks like this and we know what it's going to look like. We've seen the, uh, the representation of the stadium. Um, it's certainly going to be very impressive. And of course, when the cruise ships come past, they're going to see Everton. When you're actually down here, so close to it all, you get a much better feel of the sheer scale, of the sheer size of this project. Yeah, you really do. Um, talking to Alex Craig, um, he's one of the people leading it, and, and um, she gave some statistics which are mind-blowing, really. I mean, um, thousands of tonnes of sand have been dredged out of the Mersey, haven't they, to fill in this area. I think it's the equivalent of something like uh, nearly 200 Olympic-sized pools worth of water. Um, it is a huge thing, and I think for, uh, for Everton, as I mentioned, it really is a... It feels like a... Obviously, when it's finished, it's going to be significant, but it feels as though this is, is now really moving on. It's so exciting for Everton Football, isn't it? We were talking yeah. before off-camera about Goodison Park and how much we love Goodison Park, but yeah. this will be something else. Yeah, it will. And, and you know, as, as we said before, as you said, it, it is going to be an emotional day when Goodison Park has its last match, but it will be an emotional day for Everton fans when the first match happens here in... 2024-25 uh, it's going to be, isn't it? Um, and that will be a, a great occasion uh, for Everton. Um, and it does feel today as though we're getting closer to that. It's fascinating to see it all come together, isn't it? Because the guys at Lango Rock will tell you it was a very, very complicated process from the off. I can imagine that. And, and I, um, I remember looking uh, whenever it was a year ago or something, uh, and seeing the water, probably longer ago than that actually, seeing that it was water and hearing that they were going to build on that, obviously I knew they were going to fill it in, but you still think, really? <laughs> Thousands of tonnes of steel and concrete are going to be on top of here, but um, it is coming on as you can see, yeah. Can't imagine 55,000 people being here yet, can you? You can't imagine that, um, and I think also because of where it is, I mean, you can see Anfield over there, can't you? And obviously the city skyline there, I think that's one of the, the great things about this, we, we all know there have been other options that Everton fans um, 
weren't happy with, it didn't happen. And I think the club has ended up with something that's going to be extremely impressive and part of the city. The location is a big part of the excitement of it all, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And fans will, you know, go into town, have a drink, then wander down to the game and, and, and go back into town again. And I think it will really have that feel. And that's just about it for this latest new stadium podcast. As always, we'll be working hard to bring you the most up-to-date news on our new stadium as and when changes to the landscape take place. It really is history in the making, and it's happening before our very eyes. As always, EvertonFC.com is your first port of call for updates, images and videos from Bramley Moor Dock.